This is our devotional commentary for Psalm 53. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. The fool says in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt, doing abominable iniquity. There is none who does good. God looks down from heaven on the children of man to see if there are any who understand, who seek after God. They have all fallen away. Together they have become corrupt. There is none who does good, not even one. Have those who work evil, no knowledge, who eat up my people as they eat bread and do not call upon God? There they are in great terror, where there is no terror. For God scatters the bones of him who encamps against you. You put them to shame, for God has rejected them. Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion. When God restores the fortunes of his people, let Jacob rejoice. Let Israel be glad. If it's worth saying, it's worth repeating. Evidently, David subscribed to this view. For Psalm 53 is a nearly exact repetition of Psalm 14. The two are virtually identical until verses 5 and 6. At this point, instead of emphasizing God's care for the poor, this later psalm describes in greater detail the terror that will befall the wicked on the day of God's judgment. So while Psalm 14 at times refers to God by his covenant name, the Lord, which he had made known to his own people, Psalm 53 speaks of him only as God. We are unsure of the historical situation which prompted the writing of this present psalm, but throughout the Bible, God often shows his ability to instill fear in the enemies of his people through acts of judgment. In recent weeks, we've seen this in Joshua's battle at Gibeon, Gideon's battle with the Midianites. In each of these cases, and others, panic overtakes Israel's enemies when there's no adequate human cause for it. So in light of this, how much greater will be the fear of unbelievers when they are confronted by God himself and called to give an account of their thoughts, words, and deeds? Only fools live as if there is no God to whom they will answer. With hearts that are corrupt, they practice abominable iniquity. Verse 1. They may defend their actions, pretending they are in the right, but God looks down from heaven, knowing all things. Verse 2. He sees that they have turned away from the correct path. Verse 3. Doing evil that offends him and harms others. Verse 4. Unfortunately, This is not merely the condition of hardened atheists. This is the human predicament. David insists here that there is no one who does good, none who understand or seek after God, for all have fallen away, not even one. 
can claim to be an exception. Paul quotes these lines in his letter to the Romans in order to establish the guilt of all mankind. God's righteous law testifies against us all so that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world may be held accountable to God. Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion, verse 6 says. In David's day, this salvation was still future. God provided earthly deliverance from enemy armies at various times, but his people were longing for the Savior himself. Today, we look back to the coming of Jesus, who delivers us from sin and death. We trust in his work, not ours, as the basis of our salvation. And we look forward to his second coming, when the folly of sin is finally exposed and the glory of Christ is fully revealed. Yes, we will surely rejoice and be glad. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily in the Word.